0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me Ben Martin from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone's having a really good week this week. Now, we looked in the last episode all about goal setting for 2023, uh, stuff that we want to achieve with our guitar playing over the next 12 months. In this session, we're going to talk a little bit about what is a goal for most of the guys that I teach, and that is fretboard recognition, understanding and really getting to grips with knowing the fretboard. Now, this is going to help you in terms of your soloing. It's going to help your improvisation. It's going to help you with any writing that you're doing, and it's generally just going to make you a much more comfortable player when you're playing with other people and you want to kind of spontaneously be able to break into some kind of solo or some kind of melody piece. This really is the key to all of that. I'd say it's probably the most important thing that you can do for your guitar playing uh, if you're looking to kind of progress to that next level. The most important thing you can do is try and really nail down on your fretboard recognition. So what we're going to talk about in this session is one scale that's really, really going to benefit you when it comes to learning your fretboard. And it's a scale that you probably already know. Now, I think part of the problem with a lot of the way that people learn scales is that they learn them um, vertically and they never learn them horizontally, which means that we can all play the minor pentatonic scale this way. Now, You obviously can't see what I'm playing there, but you can probably hear, and you probably know, because that's the way you play the minor pentatonic scale. It's likely to be. That would be the two note per string, starting from fret 5 on the the 6th string, going down to fret 5 on the 1st string. That would be your A minor pentatonic. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, and we can actually pull a lot of good blues licks and stuff out of that one scale but what it doesn't do is it doesn't help us when we're trying to play across the whole fretboard it also doesn't help us when we're trying to learn the notes because we tend to learn scales in terms of shapes rather than the actual notes that are behind them which means that we can play all these shapes and like oh I can play the minor pentatonic scale great and if you were to ask somebody well what notes are in the minor pentatonic scale they probably might not know or they probably wouldn't know what the scale degrees are that are in it where they come from, and what letter notes they are, i.e. knowing that it's A, C, D, E, G, things like that. Uh, A lot of people don't know that, and I think the reason that that's a problem is that when you come to transpose that onto other parts of the neck, you instantly get lost. Or you get stuck into the idea of I need to learn how the different shapes look all across the fretboard, learning the five shapes of the pentatonic, which again, there's nothing wrong with, but it only teaches you to learn the physical shapes. And it doesn't really teach you what the notes are in the scale or how to find them horizontally across the neck. So I'm going to teach you one shape. And this is one shape that's going to take you from the, uh, the sixth string close to the nut. And we're going to end at the first string closer to the bridge, or closer to the body. And the reason that we do this is because it also allows you to find jumping off points along the guitar neck. And what I mean by that is that if I start here, for example, I'm on G, doing the G minor pentatonic, I'm starting on fret 3 on uh, string 6, we all know, that's our G. If I play this way, the way that I played it before going down, that takes me to fret 3 on string 1 and the furthest I've gone is fret 6. So that really is operating in a small area of the fretboard just between four frets between fret 3 and fret 6. Now what we want to do is we want this to take us up to here which is our G on string 1 fret 15. Now, how can we get a kind of shape that takes us from there to there? Well, that's what I'm gonna show you today. It's one scale that's gonna run across the whole neck, but we're also gonna have a look at the notes that are inside these minor pentatonic scales to kind of help us get an idea of where our jumping off points are when we come to playing solos and improvisations. So we're gonna learn just one octave of the scale, and we're gonna play it like this. We're gonna start on the top string, three to six. So that's G to A sharp. That's important to remember this is G to A sharp. So we're gonna go G. (laughs) a sharp drop down a string we're going to go three to five and that is our c to d remember there's only five notes in a pentatonic scale because that's where the word penta comes from meaning five so we're going to go top string we're going to go g a sharp three to six drop down a string c to d three to five that's already four notes which means we only have one more note we need to play we drop down the string fret 3 and it gives us the F so the notes in the G minor pentatonic scale are G, A sharp, C, D, F now the fingering I'm going to play that with is also important so I'm going to just tell you which fingers I'm using so I'm going to go first finger for the G little finger for the A-sharp. Make sure you get that little finger in there, I know a lot of guys are reluctant to do that, you need to make sure you get that in there. So we go G to A-sharp, drop down a string, I'm gonna go first finger for C, third finger for D, drop down a string again, first finger for F. Now the reason that's important is because of how we're gonna start transposing this scale. So we go we got up to here, we've got up to this F. Now I'm going to keep my first finger on and I'm going to slide my first finger from fret 3 to 5, so from the F to the G. And that takes me to the next G. Now this is important because that's our next root note. If we're in the key of G and we're playing the G minor pentatonic, that's our second root note. Now what we do is we copy and paste the shape, but also the note combination. Let me stop banging my guitar. Um... The shape, but also the note combination. So we've got to here, got the first finger sliding up to G, taking us to our next G. So the intervals that we have remain exactly the same. So going between G and A sharp was a stretch of three frets, wasn't it? It was three to six. So now we're on fret five on the D string. We still need to go the same stretch, taking us up to the eighth fret on that D string there. So we're gonna go G to A sharp again. Now, as I said, the intervals remain the same, so again, we're going to drop down a string, and instead of doing uh, C to D on 3 and 5 of the A string, we do it on 5 and 7 of the G string. So we've got G, A-sharp, C, D. Now, the only difference here is that we have to compensate for the B string, meaning that, of course, we need to move everything up one fret shape-wise. So what that means is, in terms of this scale is we go from here, fret five on the D string, we're gonna go G, A sharp, then drop down a string, five to seven, C, D. And then with your second finger there, we're gonna drop down to fret six on the B string, which gives us the F. And then if we slide that up again, two frets, it gives us the G. So here we've got G, A sharp, C, D, F, G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G. Now, you can figure out without having to really think too hard about uh, what comes next in the scale, because we've got G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G, which means of course our next note needs to be A-sharp. So from here, where we are right now is fret 8 of the 2nd string. We're gonna go to fret 11, the second string. Again, same fingering, first finger to little finger. Try and keep those fingerings exactly the same. Drop down a string, C to D, which this time on the bottom string is gonna be eight to 10. And then we have F, which is fret 13, on the first string, and then finish it on fret 15, which is our G. So that last one there. We're gonna start on fret eight of the second string. We're gonna go eight to 11. On the first string, eight, 10, 13, 15. So there you go, we've got the minor pentatonic, but the ground that we've covered in terms of our neck is we've gone from fret three on the sixth string right up to fret 15 on the first string. So that all the way along. Now, that's really worth learning that scale and transposing it into different keys because it doesn't just teach you a new shape, one which works horizontally across the fretboard rather than just going down vertically and getting yourself stuck into one of those blues boxes that we all know and love. But also, you can start to look at where these notes are, the G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G, A-sharp, C, D, F, G, because now... When we start playing, and say we're playing in G. I start to think, okay, I'm going to do an improvisation. Uh, Where am I going to start? I want to do it in the G minor pentatonic. Okay, cool. And now I've got an option of this G to start on. This one. This one. This one. All these different starting areas, because you just know the shape. If I wanted to start on fret 15, what's your next interval? Well, we need to go up to the A sharp, which we know is three frets up. So instantly we can start pulling out different licks um, to what we would usually play out of that one rather than staying in this area between three and C. We can start to add in the... All the way across the neck there. Get that... So we can start playing that all the way across the neck. And of course, just do exactly the same thing transposed down or up two frets. If you wanted to do the same thing in F, it would be exactly the same shape starting on fret one. And ending on that fret 13. If you wanted to do it in A, you just start on fret five and that one would end on 17. So it's really worth practicing because it's gonna help you learn all of the notes on your neck. If you try and do that, I would start in the key of G because it's a nice kind of uh, friendly area to start in, but see if you can do that for every single key. Because if your goal is to become a better improviser, to play better solos, to write better music, um, to be able to jam with people better, this is really going to help that. Learning the fretboard is a really important and kind of unmissable step to getting you there. And it's going to really take your playing to the next level. So if that's something you're interested in doing, this is totally going to help. So really put some time and effort into working on this stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there we have it for today. Don't forget, if you're interested in one-on-one online sessions, I still have two slots available, only two. So reach out by sending me an email, ben at thebluesguitarshow.com. If you have any comments or anything you want me to cover particularly, please do send me an email. I'll read all of my emails, i respond to as many of them as I can. Uh, But, you know, I do this for you guys, so... Anything that you want me to cover, anything you're struggling with, please do let me know. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at Blues Guitar Show Podcast. You can donate to the show uh, if you find this stuff useful and help support me uh, using the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes below. And you can head over to thebluesguitarshow.com for anything else, any of the online courses, any of the ebooks, uh, free downloads, all kinds of good stuff over there. So check all that out as well. Mm-hmm. good week everybody and I will catch you next time.